0: Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damoshek and Martin Weiss.
1: All right, welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you Friday morning leading into Super Wild Card Weekend. Look who we have here, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling as always with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damoshek, Martin Weiss. Shaq, you're wearing, I don't know what his that a pompoo? what what is that a parka you have uh <laughs> what know, is what this Steelers? You, what, what i don't you, know were you going for there a papoosa? i don't know but uh, yes it is a uh,
2: custom made by uh my pal in fact our mutual pal dick banks his mom made this what for me a long time ago stitched together a bunch of terrible
1: towels oh that's cool though no, that's what that is and what material is that so this is a Steelers towel towels Oh, it's made out of terrible towels. It's, it's wow. Literal terrible towels. Yeah. Oh, right. wow. You don't
2: wear it. See, I'm an old school Steelers fan. You don't really wear know. it. I agree. You don't wear it. But go ahead. Where are you going to go from there? Yeah. <laughs> well, the rules go for the old school people. Myron Cope who invented the thing, is you're supposed to keep it on the shelf until the playoffs. You don't deploy it in regular season like you, uh, like you see contemporary fans waving that thing. Mm-hmm. It's technically wrong. You're wasting the power, the juice of it, which is supposed to be preserved for January football but
1: either way but either way you're not supposed to make a shirt out of it or whatever this is a jacket martin what well, you're you're the stylish one of the three of us what are you How what are you looking at there
3: well, I just think it's impressive that Damoshek continued his dedication to those types of shirts. Like, if you notice, that every time <laughs> Damoshek ever does a show with us, he's got on, I don't button know what now? it's called, like a Western shirt or whatever, but it's a button down on the lapels. The only thing you're missing there, buddy, is the double-breasted pockets. So I'm mad that Dick Banks' mom didn't saw you in two double-breasted pockets on the chest there. Can but she Otherwise than that, it just would be, I mean. All right,
2: all right, Chaney McGee. I don't weigh in on every uh, fashion choice you make. <laughs> I, I was asked McGee. to do so, he was I mean, at. I he
3: personally think—I mean, personally, I wouldn't wear it. But I'm right. an adult.
2: You know? <laughs> well, I'm not going out on the streets or anything. I'm
1: wearing it for our little podcast on here. But, we I mean, know, but we're gonna put it on the video and everything. I Chaney McGee—that well, is know an this. interesting I know name. This, though, McGee. If,
3: if you don't yeah. pick the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend, just take it off now. So That's no one the whole thing—the video. Because you know what—if you're not—if you're not gonna put your mouth where your shirt is, the mm-hmm. one is I don't want to hear it i the money line, sure. you mean? Whatever. I just, One thing, I you got a lot of points to play with we there. we get to that point.
1: Baby I mean, Joel Salmon, you agree, as a fellow uh, Steelers fan, he kind of has to back the team at least with the 12 and a half at this point,
4: right? I love it that Dave is uh, wearing his heart on his sleeves and the rest of his whole body there, but I agree. Will he be a wolf in sheep's clothing? I. He's got to put his money where his mouth is, unlike the last two weeks where he went against the black and white. Wow.
2: Hey, it's work,
4: but you know what? I don't
2: believe, I, I, we talk. I'll stop. Stop. We we talk about like, do as I, uh, don't do as I say, say as I do, whatever. Uh, this is one of those double standards. Of course you can't curse a team. You can't make a team play better with good luck charms, especially Mm -hmm. from 2,500 miles away or whatever. Although maybe I am the exception to that. I, everybody else's oh, little stop. uh everybody else's little rituals. No, listen. of course. Listen, I I I am doing what I can to to be supportive here. But listen, I feel like we're at a crossroads. And Sal, I know you have mentioned it and you are aware of it. And I mm-hmm. don't I, you know, you're you don't want to be a harbinger of doom and gloom any more mm-hmm. than I do. But let's just take a moment here. These playoffs, it's exciting, great storylines. Mm-hmm. Football's almost
1: over just like no, 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 don't no, let it, don't no, it ignore no, it because no, they're then you gonna blink it and it's over with. You got they're to, gonna keep it going. They made eighteen weeks, so they'll keep it. all they'll, they'll make it twenty two weeks and then twenty four weeks. We'll be playing in May, right, Martin? We don't have to no, worry about that. You this. know
3: what? No. What Demishek just did was equivalent of like the day before Halloween, saying, "You ready for Christmas shopping?" Like, yeah, sure, yeah. it's on the way, yeah, But is it? That. It's not impending. It's not eminent. Like we have things to do right. before that. Before that happens, keep your head in the sand, Cheney McGee. I'm, I'm I'm Who I'm. Who the hell is Chaney McGee? <laughs> I, know, I, got,
1: like. I think if you, ha- I do like it, but if you have to choose between Chaney McGee and Marty, what do you got to go with one and answer? <laughs> think about it before you answer. <laughs> All right, I will. I'll give it some. No, I'm asking time. Martin. I'm asking Martin okay. if you have to you accept one of the two. I know you don't like either.
3: <laughs> I would say, I had to say Chaney better. Cause if if anything else, but I, 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 at least it bad. sounds like an old school football player. So that's true. Chaney McGee played. I thought he anchored the line with me and Joe Green back in the day. I don't Chaney
1: McGee is going to jump in for Big Ben after he posts a two for 23. And they're going to like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. In the I'll 53
2: listen. AAFL title game, Chaney McGee twice picked off. Otto Graham <laughs> the lead the Detroit Lions. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hey, speaking of putting your money where your mouth is, we have all kinds of contests and bets going on with this, some of uh, which you guys can join at home, uh, some you can't. Actually, you wouldn't even be putting your money where your mouth is because it's free-to-play games, extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have our Pick'Em contest. And you're not out of this, shack I don't know if you saw this, but, you know, you're a couple games behind Harry in the staff standings, but we got over-unders and uh, the uh, games themselves, sides and totals. So you got you got a little room to catch up here. Catch up to Harry, but everybody else Oh so the so each game pick, I mean I entered my picks uh totals as
2: well as uh as spread. So I get. so those are going to count on the. everything's one.
1: Yes, oh, yes. It all intriguing. goes through. We also have a well, we have the the props so you could talk about which fantasy player is going to do what best. And then we also have the first touchdown pool, uh, the degenerate trifecta. And I love this. We're up over 100 units on the first touchdown pool. You can get involved too. maybe uh, throw it out here as we go over each and every one of the six super wild card games this weekend, we'll do the Monday game, too, because we don't see it before then. Although I imagine we'll be checking in during halftime of that Rams-Cardinals game. There's so much to do. We have a fantasy um that this thing that harry came up with right i don't know how he did it the math just worked in his uh, feeble mind for some reason 14 team playoff teams you pick one player from each team you can't pick only one player from each team and you form a fantasy lineup there sheck i knew you and hancher going at it uh, martin did you and tj did you didn't even bother tj with this he didn't care right
3: I did not bother TJ with this. You, <laughs> We're you, doing it. We we I, I know behind the <laughs> scenes we burden. have talked about my, uh, my my aversions to fantasy football. I yeah. will say I tried for this one until it got too complicated. Yeah, and then uh, that's how Rondell Moore ended up on the team. I.
1: Oh, real? Oh, don't, give, don't give it up. Yeah, don't give it up. So what we're doing is we're going podcast against podcast against podcast. So all seven podcasts here on the Extra Points Podcast Network are competing against each other. The winner gets to win and brag for the year and uh, many years to come. Probably the loser, whoever comes in seventh, has to pick from the cap of consequences. One of our hats will have all these consequences. Maybe you wear a fish on your head for an entire podcast. Maybe you wear Harry's um, unwashed shirt over uh, over whatever you're wearing, right? Well, look at look at check what he's wearing, and he wouldn't even wear something like that. He's shaking his head, no. But anyway, that's the cap of consequences. That's what we're doing. The rest of you, go to extrapoints.com. Well, wait a slash arcade. Okay. Finish yeah. the pitch to everybody that's else. It. That's all. Find. I got extrapoints.com slash arcade. Plenty of fun for you guys there. Go ahead. Okay, sure. first
2: of all, you got to be a real pain in the ass in the year of our Lord, 2022. To mm. still be like, I just I need to make it clear I'm anti fantasy football. Come on.
1: All right. One, two. Mm. <laughs> That's Janey so McGee for you though, Cheney. right? First of all,
3: first of all, no. Same old no, Cheney. I, did, I, no, he, I, I old like Cheney. I let the fantasy people do their thing. It's just not like I'm being roped into a fantasy competition. <laughs> I feel the need to feel the need. To qualify myself. I don't do this on a regular basis. I've opted out of fantasy football ever since Josh Gordon won me the fantasy title in 2014. I can't get no better. Old school. Can't get no better. But, Martin, this is as
1: least intrusive. It doesn't get less intrusive than this. This is, I will you, say, you set I it and know, forget it. You put your lineup exactly in, what, you don't have to put exactly ad drops, no trades, nothing, right? Okay. And
3: that's exactly what I just said it, forget it. And now, like, I won't have to, like, in week seven, be mm-hmm. mad because Chandler, Kenizaro, kicked a 51 yard field there goal. There you go. That cost nine points. You still might be mad about
1: that. But, yeah, no, we all have 14. And then after this week, we'll all have, uh, how does this work? Uh, You'll lose seven each. And then, six, like, seven. it'll go to six. I don't know. Six plus the, the eight. We'll all have eight after this week. I don't know how it works. Now, uh, here's what, I, my yeah. other issue is quickly. Yeah. couple of consequences. Yeah. Who, cap who's cap of consequences. Cap. Yeah. yeah. Who's filling this cap? Well, we have Babyface Joel Solomon. Well, we that have, sucks. Uh, his Scott, what, his what ass mean? ain't on the line. It was these guys who. No, it me. is. No, he's part of the extra point. So we had to make teams for this. He's okay. he and he and Meatballs are on team extra points with me. You and oh, Hench okay. are uh, okay. minus three. We got uh, Martin and TJ for Lemon Pepper Parlay. We have Spaghetti and Jen Piacente, who's kind enough to run this disaster. Uh, our team waiver wired. Then we have the Degenerate trifecta against all odds. We have Toby and Brett for Covered in Glory. They're soccer guys. They don't know shit. And then we have uh, what am I missing? The Megans, both Megans for Megan Fun of Sports. Okay, I get that. Yeah.
2: My, my concern no I uh, centered around that people who don't have to put their ass on the line can make up diabolical punishments for for everyone
1: else. Well, listen, I'm I'm, I'm going to measure
2: it a little bit more. If there's a risk that they may be the ones suffering.
1: Exactly. Yeah. What does Harry care if he has to wear his own shirt for a week that he's been doing? No, but uh, when we're hoping this cap of consequences extends beyond this dumb uh, fantasy pool and we could do it anytime, anytime we have a little argument Martin and Dave, maybe argue about the Steelers Chiefs. Like, all right, oh. let's go to the cap of consequences. It's only for the loser, you see, not the winner.
3: But anyway. Oh, like, like, like if you had a debate over whether or not Jonathan Taylor would be the MVP of the NFL.
2: Right, exactly. Something like that. Or, or if the Detroit Lions are a good and steady weekly <laughs> pup of the week. I mean, either way. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> see no, see what I mean?
1: There's so much. There's so much. And we don't know what's in the cap. That's the point. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. All right, let's go over these because there's a lot of games to go through here, and we'll start with. Holy oh, yeah. I know
3: we're doing it. We're doing it already. By the way,
2: one more thing to be a pain <laughs> in the ass, myself. Oh, yeah,
3: cut I mean, really, the, to be a cut, pain in the ass,
2: cut the crap with the super. All right,
3: with the it's wild we, card weekend,
2: it's wild oh, card. They weekend. added a game. Why, yeah. why do we have to do that? Why uh, uh, says who it's super. As opposed to the regular wild card, it is wild
1: card weekend. We don't need the
2: extra word.
1: We well, it's because the two extra here's the syllables thing. in our lives and it doesn't even really make sense because all right, they added the game that makes it super. Yeah, that game is Monday, so it has nothing to do with weekend, right? Sure, so if it's the right. weekend, it's just regular wild card weekend, super wild card week. I don't know. I don't know what you want to do. Don't there, dance for the man, Sal. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Bengals five and a half, 48 and a half. In Cincinnati against the Raiders, I'll get your guys' thoughts first. Um, This was six. I saw it go down to four and a half. Now five and a half seems to have settled in that Vegas zone where they're just going to let the betters decide this one. Shaq, go ahead. I know you've been on the Bengals. You're an AFC Northy all year. Uh, I imagine you're taking them minus the points here.
2: Well, just to be clear, it gives me no pleasure. It's not like I'm one of these weirdos who roots for an entire division Mm -hmm. or college conference or anything. But nevertheless, yes. I am keen on these Bengals. I like the way they're structured for a postseason run right now. Not, in, not next season or down the line hmm. because of Joe Burrow. I mean right now. They're ready to roll. I think they have a great shot at getting to at minimum the AFC title game. That means that they're obviously going to beat the Raiders and they will cover that five and a half. They win by a touchdown. This is my pick of the week. This Whoa. is my favorite. This really? is my favorite number of. The weekend extending into Monday here on a super three-day football weekend. Though.
1: This is but. great. See, this is something if the cap, if the consequences were said, we would reach in because this is my pick of the week. But the other way, Martin, if you don't mind me just grabbing it. Why you I ain't love Hage, Vegas. I'm scared. I, don't like I love Vegas here. Everyone's going to that other game that Cincinnati whipped them in Vegas. That yeah, was 13-6 after three quarters. I don't know. You want to throw it out like Burrow had 148 yards passing in that game. So that, that was a stupid game, but it was only 13-6 after three. I think it was like the week or two weeks after the rugs. This is a different team, and they're playing defense, and their defensive tackles make plays, and Max Crosby pressures, pressures, pressures. Every quarterback, double-digit pressures in almost every game. borrow 51 sacks taken, that's the most. I think they turn it over here a lot. Raiders defense, 114 quarterback hits, which is like fourth in the league. They don't screw up on special teams. They got a dynamite kicker right now. 29-27, check in the shakies game. No one will be going to shakeys. I think the Raiders pull this out. Martin,
3: what do you, think? you say the Raiders have a dynamite kicker. The Bengals have a pretty good kicker themselves in Evan McPherson. Mm-hmm. And as much as it pains me to say, I agree mm-hmm. with Dave. Like, Real, I know it pains I- him to pick against the Bungles, as I told him he had to quit saying because the team was too good. To mm. say Bungles this year. I agree with that still. They're still too good to be Bungles. They're going to win this game. However, to add one point that you all have not touched on mm. home favorites of seven points or less are 14, 28, and 1 since 2003. That's mm. a stat that I'm not going against. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Raiders plus five and a half, but I think the Bengals win the game. I wow, like that. That's Bengals some number. That's and some crazy number. And I like crazy the to make a run. I do like the Bengals as in the AFC to to make some noise.
1: Really, wow! I think it's over for them here. I don't know why. I think they're a year away, and I know it's the, the Raiders, and you know they. No, I, the I, don't, thing, I don't think it. Go the, ahead. but.
3: Yeah. the thing with the Raiders? They came in and like they've played really two. The last two games have been playoff games for them. Mm-hmm. And they won them in very, right. like, they won it last minute, in, I guess, Indianapolis, and then in overtime. Yeah, but sometimes Chargers. those
1: full-of-shit teams go far. Ask Eddie Spaghetti. The Giants had no business winning <laughs> the Super Bowl uh, any of those years.
3: Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, it just feels like the Raiders have played three. This is the third playoff game in a row for them.
1: I mean, if we want to create
2: late-season late, late season narratives that, that are encouraging, I think I, – I know the Broncos aren't and weren't world beaters. I think – the combined, you know, hammering again of the Ravens so, mm-hmm. to, to, to prove that, that was the first one was no fluke. Going into Denver and rallying, they get a touchdown. All of a sudden, it's like, wow, are the Broncos going to somehow beat this team? And they went right down the field and scored, did uh, Burrow and company. And then to rally the way they did against the Chiefs, they got to be feeling great right now. They've got to be feeling it. They're, they're, they can't be scared of it. They surely aren't scared of anyone right now. And definitely not the Raiders. I, I love this spot for, mm. for the Bengals at home.
1: I'll tell you what. I don't know about – I'm getting to, from Raiders fans. Like, I like that you like the Raiders to make the playoffs from the beginning of the year. You stuck with them. But, uh, no, car at night in the cold is not going to work. It's not exactly at night, but it'll be night. It'll be night by the time it's over, right? It'll be dark. It'll be dark for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that – I, I, didn't, I didn't even consider that. But I really do like this uh, – Raiders team as much as you can all there right A
2: snowstorm have you have you checked the weather there's a snowstorm on its way from the south up in through Cincinnati. the midwest really? um in sunday-ish so something right. to watch i don't know if it extends as far over as st as uh, kansas city missouri but um, that would be something to that's going it. to be it's, it's a great way to kick off on that
1: one. Great way to kick off uh literally kick off this uh right. super super wild card. Better better than most
2: uh, most first games of wild card weekend, right? Usually yes. the Texans in a in a meager affair.
1: Right, exactly. They usually throw the AFC South winner in there and um and this year they couldn't do that obviously because uh the Titans somehow miraculously as predicted by Sheck got a buy there. Um, so there you go. Uh underdogs and wildcard round Martin last 4 years 10 and 8 straight up. Hmm. 15 and 3 against the spread. And somehow a plus 10 yeah. turnover differential. Why the hell would that happen? I don't know I why. I saw
3: that yeah. 15 and 3 against the spread and I yeah. just I was like I have to go back and actually look at their results cuz that that can't be right. But I think, is. Is. I think it, no, it is i think i've lost a lot
1: of money be. going against uh going <laughs> against the underdogs in this round all right let's just the- make sense it,
2: I, I will say like it's like that, when you said those numbers they tripped me up for a second there but yeah. i guess that stands to reason that the second place team in a really good division is better than a, a nominal division champ and so the, those are the matchups you get yeah in card weekend so i guess that's not that crazy but anyhow I was, uh, that was a pretty big number that uh, Marty dropped on us there. Yeah. Uh, 14 and 28.
1: Buffalo minus 444. Let me see if this has changed. I don't think it has. Yeah, minus 444 is the over-under against New England. Lots of fun this matchup. This is Saturday night, right? Belichick, you saw him in the danger zone hoodie. What Did that uh, freak you guys out? I don't know if that means uh, the cheating is going to get dangerous. Someone's going to die from his cheating. What does he do? What did you put explosive in the spy cams? No idea what that means. But talk about weather, Sheck, This should be factored in greatly, I think, before you pick the game, although I don't know who it favors. Uh, zero degrees, one degree at kickoff. Um, we saw, obviously, a 14-10 game where, uh, you know, they devised a game plan for Mac Jones where he was only allowed to throw three times. They won that. uh, That was New England won that game in Orchard Park 33 21. Josh Allen won that game more favorably, although it seemed like J.C. Jackson dropped a a pick late. Had he, you know, had he reeled in, they would have been driving to take the lead there. But anyway, the Bills beat him up pretty handily, I'd say. What do you think of this one, Chuck? New England? uh, I'm going New England plus four.
2: Well, then you and I park our cars in the same garage. For me, this is among the. One or two toughest games to call this weekend. I mean, who you flip who does flopped a
1: lot on minus three? You flip, right? You I flip, know. Why well, can com- well? Yes.
2: First of all, who <laughs> does the cold and and right. and ill conditions favor? Well, I wouldn't have an opinion on it if Josh Allen didn't uh, didn't announce to the world that or Bart Scott encouraged Allen to engorge his wiener to offset yeah. cold toes or whatever. Like, what the hell? I why, why is this coming up? At all, don't reveal that that's an issue for you when you're about to play Belichick and the Patriots. Right. Um, I think that the, uh, the evidence that everybody's using that the Bills are going to win is: Did you see how great Josh Allen was in the last game up in Foxborough? Mm-hmm. If the standard is that you have to be lights out, superhuman to win the game, I, that that's troubling to me. That's a gigantic spot for mm-hmm. one guy to have to have to carry the day there. My only trepidation where the Patriots are concerned is are the Patriots good themselves. I like, every, I, I can create all sorts of narratives about the curse is supposed to that the bills. This is it. This is supposed to be their year. now they're at home against the arch rival that you know, is going to be a handful. My only concern is, mm-hmm. is this Belichick team really anything special? I think they have enough to, uh, to cover that. So I'm taking the Patriots plus the four.
1: It's a tough one. I, I, uh, all right, there's two ways to look at it. Well, there's a million ways to look at it. And I, I'm throwing out all the trends. I'm a trend guy, but all these playoff trends for Belichick are with Brady, and it's a different team, and you can't go by, yeah, of course, on the road in the playoffs they have a good against the spread or whatever. But um, here's a couple of things. Rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs, the last 10 starts, 2-8, 12 touchdowns, 17 giveaways. That's tough for uh, Mac Jones. Uh, but I'll read you a, a, a good one. This is a good one. I know you like this, Martin. Underdogs facing division rivals last nine playoff games. Eight and one against the spread. Again, a plus 12 turnover differential. Doesn't make sense to me. Eight and one against the spread. I have a feeling you're taking the Bills, though, Martin.
3: Absolutely not. No, really? No, wow. no, no chance. I, no, I'm taking the New England Patriots. a rookie quarterbacks two and eight outright, they'll be three and eight outright mm-hmm. after this uh let me see. Is anybody else who's a rookie? No. After the, yeah, after this, they'll be three and eight. Uh, after this wild card weekend, like mm-hmm. and Dave, I understand you. You know you uh, while you while you discovered women late in life, you have you, you have populated the earth uh, quite well, right? <laughs> you, you, you may not you may not have, have ever had.
2: Well, years. I was aware of them. They 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 apparently either were unaware or just flat out uninterested in what they were looking at. So yes, but either right. way, you're correct. I the am little am blue
3: prepared. pill. Right. Initially, it's designed to improve circulation everywhere. It just so happened what you're doing in the matter is where the blood is going. Now, mm. as somebody who also has poor circulation but no pill usage, I uh, I'm I was just say, What are you admitting? No. Like a, no, what are I, you telling us? No. It's not that cold out here, Martin. No. Yeah. But as I lived ten years in Detroit, in those uh. days when you go outside and it's ten degrees, your feet fall off. Yeah, it feels like your hands are falling off. I don't know. I couldn't grip a pencil going mm-hmm. into math class. That's what she said. And, yeah. Out. Talking, you no, know, But like, I don't know how Josh Allen's <laughs> going to be able to. Somebody literally has, can't grip a football, can't throw, or can't. Like, he's not going to be able to operate the same way. I read all those quotes. He doesn't seem too excited about being in the cold. And uh, my biggest concern about the Patriots, like you said, about the Patriots being good, defensively they're going to need to make a stop. And they didn't the last time they had Josh Allen. Josh Allen split J.C. Jackson and uh, I think it was Judon right. to get the first down. And they didn't last week against that the That was Dolphins, a great so they, play. They needed a stop, and they didn't get the stop. Because that's what's going to win the game for the Patriots is the defense. And They, yeah, they definitely Mack peaked
1: over, a yeah. month ago, no question about it. Everybody was very excited about the Patriots. I think my Cowboy, that Cowboys loss actually kickstarted their month run of uh, success there. But um, – I like the under more than anything. Couldn't you see this being a 2019 type of game? Maybe 2016. I think there's adjusted unders you could take, like under 34 and a half, get you almost three to one, uh, more than three to one odds. Um, I think we could go a while before seeing a touchdown. I also think, we haven't mentioned them, But Damian Harris is a huge cog in this game. He had 214 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, well, you could jump on, but four touchdowns against this Bills team. He's going to have to do it. I don't uh, think that they'll have a plan where, you know, where Mac Jones throws three times, but it is going to be run heavy for the Patriots, right? That's what they're going to have to do. To control clock and keep this close, I think, check. The voodoo of Belichick is twofold
2: because, uh, you know, he's mythologized to the point where we talk ourselves into some, uh, you know, high concept that he's going to try to pull when, in fact, what he does is what is right there in front of us. What's he going to do? He's going to try to do what won in the game when they threw the ball three times. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to beat the hell out of the Bills. And I, I don't care what Justin, but with Jordan Poyer or anybody else is saying on that side, like that was a rude question that they asked us after the game. Like, are we man enough or whatever? Like they know the reason they don't like that aside from it being rude is that they know that, that, that is a, a plausible result here too. They are going to have to, then they will do everything they can to stop the Patriots from running on them and force Mac Jones. But can they, I don't know, Damian Harrison, they, they that this Patriots team, Back in March when free agency started, was structured to do exactly what they're going to try to do, which is beat the hell out of you, grind you, high-flying bills or otherwise, Chiefs, this is what we're going to do. We're going to old-school you. I think it comes to fruition for at least one week. Doesn't mean Mac Jones is going to the Super Bowl this year, but I think that they can can, – Really break the hearts of the people in yeah. New York.
1: And Mac Jones can't throw three interceptions and win this game. Right. But uh, aside from that, I, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. It just hasn't happened that Belichick has relied on a running back more than I think he is going to rely on Damian Harris. Um, uh, boy, I may may have uh, may have hinted uh, where we're we going with our fantasy team here, babyface. <laughs> let, let's get the. You guys weren't paying attention, right? All right. So I say twenty nineteen. Martin, you think it's low scoring too? I don't. Th- I don't think there's a lot of points in this.
3: I do think it's low scoring. Well, the only way I think it's not low scoring is if Buffalo wins going away, mm. right? Because like the way that New England, New England's recipe to winning is is keeping Josh Allen off of the field, right? Making sure those feet stay cold on the bench. I read he's a one sock guy. I'm a three sock guy. Just, uh, just, just clarification check. Anybody's curious uh, in the cold, I gotta go. I gotta go triple layers on the socks. Is that right? But, three socks. Dude, it's fuck cold as I, I know. But at some cold. point, you
1: need new shoes, right? I mean, uh, two, three socks adds a size to your
4: shoe,
3: right? You get, I do. You have big I do. shoes I, well, for that those occasions. Well, see the Tims right here; those go third. These go about thirteen uh, and a half. where everything else, like sneakers, will be a size. Let's
1: get Tori back. I yeah. like it. Uh, <laughs> but, I will uh, say with the with the Viagra thing or whatever it is. Like if we see the Bill Center jump forward like uh, five times <laughs> in a row, first five, we'll, we'll know something's up here.
3: Right. No, I do think it's low scoring because I, I think it's low scoring, and I think New England do short passing and running the ball is going to be able to control a lot of the clock, and that's kind of like my Patriots path to victory.
2: Uh-huh. All right, I, I'm concerned about Marty's low T score. I mean, like it, you know, like we got to get him some of that Frank Thomas business there. Like the ladies will like it too. I, you know, what are we going to uh, do? Eugenics
3: total T? No, am fine. Look, I'm fine, look,
2: I'm fine it everywhere happens, else. I, just it don't fuck me. Here. Don't yeah, put me I, in
3: sub-zero temperatures and I'll be okay. Right, I
2: don't want so to jinx myself, but you know they say it happens to every guy. It doesn't. It doesn't happen to every guy, but I understand it happens to a lot of guys. And there's no shame in that, Marty. Mm. And if you need a donor, I—I I, that's how much I think of you. I will happily—that's oh, nice. See, eh? I will happily mm. provide some of my manhood if it if it's needed to. Uh, that's great, Marty. Lady love of yours. So I, that's an
1: offer. That's that. It's just a standing offer, you know? Can you think about it? Oh, standing too, no less. All right, he's even getting specific. (laughs) All right, listen, let's um, take a quick break and then we'll, um, you know, we'll designate an hour and a half to two and a half hours to breaking down the Chiefs and Steelers. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. I don't know, we put a timer on this. What, but this, I mean, this, I really think this is the last time we're discussing the, the Steelers this year going. It's 12 and a half. The Chiefs are favored. This is Sunday night. We're doing the AFC games first. We already did Bill's uh, Patriots and Raiders Bengals. 12 and a half. 46 is the over-under. Chiefs and Steelers. I, Big Ben thinks they're a 20 point underdog though. Shaq, you saw that. I mean, that's I did. In, in your head. You're like, oh, 20? Right. I only need to Cover seventeen. I'll, I'll lose by seventeen. I'll be fine. So I just want no to know what, what book anything, Ben's. Look.
3: I just want to know what book Ben's at.
1: <laughs> it's not getting it on Fandle. That's for All sure. Right. Or you can get adjusted. Let's see. Maybe he. Maybe Betsy adjusted lines. Ben, you could get the Steelers plus. No 20. joke about that's the la- that's got to be the the first book Big Ben's read since junior high. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I got but it. Yeah, that he's not maybe. smart or something. Oh, you get mad if someone of us said that. Minus two seventy. If you like the Steelers, plus 20 and a half, <laughs> Or minus 240 plus 19 and a half, uh, right in there somewhere. I'm going to make this easy, Shaq. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, you don't watch the first half of these Steelers games because every Monday, whatever you come on, you're like, oh, Big Ben, did you see him torch the Diva guy? I was like, what? I didn't see that at all. Let me go over the last six or seven first halves uh, for the Steelers three against the Ravens last week, a whopping 10 against the Browns two weeks ago. And then before that, zero, three, Zero, three, three, three. They're not a first half team. They're not a second half team. They're not in any half team. Actually, it might be an overtime team, but I'm taking the Chiefs minus six and a half first half. Martin, that's smart, right? I don't have to watch is, this game. It's it gonna is be, smart. It's going to be it's 17 right. so 3 I, at half.
3: So, this is barely a playoff team. Not a first half team, second half team. They're barely a playoff team in general. Right. There you go. We saw the grace of God that had to occur for this team to back into the playoffs in such mm-hmm. a way. However, I agree with you. That was. Dave, like Dave said, I locked my bets in early in the week. I've locked in Kansas City first half since uh, yesterday. But uh, I like Kansas City first half. I didn't take him for the full game. The one I do like, I like the yeah. under because Pittsburgh can't score. And I feel like Kansas City will be taking their feet off the gas towards the end. I'm not taking 12 and a half. Mm. I'm taking Kelsey over receptions. He didn't play Ooh. in the last game. Mm-hmm. And Mark Andrews is pretty much the only guy on Baltimore that can catch a pass. And he went eight for 85 last week so I like uh I like so I like I like what you said I like Kansas City in the first quarter Kansas City in the first half and Look Kelsey over receptions is probably like six six and a half like over jump Kelsey on
1: uh, jump on Kelsey anytime touchdown too minus 145 he just scores and scores and scores in these games especially this uh divisional round all right check I know you're boiling over um if this was five years ago this is not even a game Casey has a bye. the Steelers are home watching. Um, you wished for this. I told you it'd be easier to root for a tie. You could be out. Big Ben can go out on top. I don't even think he finishes this game.
2: What do, do you, you think? I mean, okay, but listen, you know, I will Jerry or back it when I'm wrong. I'll say mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Don't you now have to say from the, I mean, obviously you don't care one way or the other, but you have to say that was a pretty, from a fan standpoint, that was a pretty fun 24 hours that Steelers fans. I agree, it, but right? here's and what happens. Right. And we can do so ourselves. eight days, David. From the Browns game through the Ravens game, through I mean, through the Raiders Chargers game. What a, what a fun, this is what's fun about being a sports fan. I'm on cloud nine. People are trying, all the week people are trying to get after me <laughs> about this on social media. They're like, you are trying to talk. I mean, I, this is the optimal spot. I have zero expectation. Nah. This already stands as one of my all-time favorite Steelers seasons. There's nothing that could happen now. That is
1: gonna Well, Corey, you, you didn't watch the me. first half of any of their games. Of course, it's your favorite team.
2: <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love, I love that they've t- all season long that they've turned every game into a knuckleball or the uh, ones that go well, <laughs> at least. those <laughs> so the one, What they do there, they are a 53-man knuckleball being thrown by, uh, right. by Coach Tomlin at pro football. I think it's hysterical. I love it. I'm taking the Steelers plus oh. the 12 and a half. And that's did you that. do
1: that yesterday? I listened to minus three. Wait, I wasn't short. Sure. Did you? I guess you I did. did.
2: You did, did. okay, right, right? Right, I did. Right. I did, and 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 the only thing I'll say about it is I'm not uh, a lunatic,
4: mm.
1: um, but you know, I, you, your
4: I friend Harry play. also
1: is taking the Steelers, uh, so you're two wow. two lunatics there. Uh, he, well, his his okay. his rationale is it's too easy to take the Chiefs. <laughs> All right,
2: <laughs> that's, well that's that's. Good sound logic uh, per <laughs> usual. Um, the, I mean, this is, uh, this is, uh, you know, puncher's chance, but I do, as you may have noticed, talk a lot about the curse is supposed to, and mm. that's real professional multimillionaire athletes are not immune or most of them to feeling the gravity of the moment, especially when they're a decisive, uh, uh favorite to do so. That's a different thing to, to deal with. And the thing, the reason, Me and probably most anyone else, the number one piece of evidence that the Chiefs should win this one in a rout is what happened three weeks ago when these two teams played. There was nothing out there that would make
1: you think like, yeah, but maybe. It was a a resounding whipping. You like that logic with the Bengals and uh, Raiders, so. I do. The, The
2: thing that works against you in that is. If it if whatever some random fluke happens, and that's what it would require, is some block punt or well, that, i was know, just going to ask you. Take, take me through. Some, take take me
1: through how they're down three or four going into the fourth quarter. What what is well, this game? How does this have, have to shape up? I, I think it's exactly where
2: you guys uh, both went there. If they if they can get through, and your pal Romo, in fact, talked about it the last time. Um, the two teams play narrowhead mm-hmm. it's like the Steelers just have to survive the first quarter. If they can get to, you know, seven, six, 10, 10, seven, something like that. And it's, mm. and it's, you know, middle second quarter, then it's like the, the, pay, the, the chiefs, Mahomes on down are like, what the hell is going on? We annihilated this team just a couple of weeks ago. So They're the Chiefs sevens, they the, their in, sevens in, in have
1: to be threes, you know, and they have to probably turn it over. to the right. They
2: got yeah. the Steelers have to turn them over, right. which they didn't. It was all uh, Chiefs turnovers last time. Obviously, that's the flip. I mean, the Chiefs are a far superior team. Obviously, it's uh-huh. gonna. There would have to be some some. Uh, Crazy stuff go down, but crazy stuff sometimes goes down in 60 right. minutes of playoff act. The, the Martin,
1: I got first- Martin. I have 34, 11, and barely under. But go ahead. what were you gonna say?
3: Yeah, I was about. To, I think it goes under two. But the only curse is supposed to that is going to happen here is this is supposed to be Ben Roethlisberger's last game. It was Supposed to be last weekend. That's mm. the only spose to that both. Interesting. Actors. See how this he turned it Godfather on you? This is the Godfather 3. Nobody wanted this. <laughs> you can't hurt
4: me. You <laughs> can't <laughs> hurt me.
2: They went 9-7-1. You nine, had
3: the Godfather one. 1 on Monday Night Football. You had the Godfather 2 in Baltimore. This is Godfather 3. Nobody asked for this. What? This is Fast <laughs> and the Furious. Here, so here's heaven. what I'll say, Shaq. And this is what Dave said. This is whole Dave's whole yeah. point. Is as long as it has a nice little action scene at the end, it made it a good movie. No. Mm-hmm. You can't just ignore the first half. You can't just survive the first quarter and just no. You gotta. You got this team is no. Come on, man. Like, I'm not with this. What
2: you think that mean? Come on, I, man. I, th- I think Shaq
4: only not half. Seven
3: and one. Half. No, you've been over here talking about how Roethlisberger had a good game and he had like a good seven minutes in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden now he's because <laughs> he's an old he's, man who can't move. Of course, he's not. He's not the. Prime Hall of Fame level player he was eight years ago. Liam Neeson was an old man chasing his daughter around in in Europe, all over the place. You know what they did and they shouldn't have did? Taking three. He was an old man too. They should have just let him go. Go ahead, Sal. I want to hear. Well, no,
1: I'm just going to say, because it's easy to say as a fan, like, oh, it's all gravy. We didn't expect for them to get this far so that my rooting interests are not going to be on par with if they blew a home game against New England 10 years ago. Right. It's not going to be the same as that because you expect them to lose. But I think you have another rooting interest in mind. And that is your main interest. I would think I would think knowing you is that Ben doesn't embarrass himself here. I think that's the game you're playing, right? So if he goes his regular uh, 19 for 47 with two touchdowns and an interception and they lose by 15,
4: That that's fine.
1: But he says 19 for forty. Come on. For come on. Oh, I'm sorry, 60. 19 for 60. You know what I'm saying. He's going to throw a lot. He <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't know it was that, uh, for it was that for dire for him. Yards. Am I yeah. Am I right, though, that, that that's your main concern here? Uh, you, you could say it. And by the way, the, for kids, it, that doesn't factor in. Like, oh, it's all gravy. Once you're set there in the game, you're rooting as hard as ever uh, for that. Maybe you're you're a seasoned vet of a fan, and maybe you can actually say it's all gravy. But Big Ben is another story. You don't want that guy to embarrass himself, right? I, I, I mean, you, you've known me now for 20-plus years, right. Sal.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know when I'm jiving you or jiving myself <laughs> or right. both. I am sincerely telling you, I. This is one of my all-time favorite Steelers seasons. I've watched them win Super Bowls, and this ranks on the short list for me. I, I mean, I, I suppose if I mean, I don't know what what would he have to do throw five interceptions or something like that. I don't know, but I mean, this is uh, this is exceeded expectations. All right, so I it mean, doesn't the, matter. The, the, what the does. moment okay. that will endure. The, the I mean, you know, him crying in the same spot that he cried the year before when he lost to the Browns, but then he cried happy tears. Then he uh-huh. went to the Charm City, won that game. That's what will um, so knock he, around in my brain forever. All he needed was that, two
3: little moments, two little highlights of, his, okay. of of this movie to make it a good one. I got That's it. Right. That's right. That's well, expensive. because I have to adjust my eye. Six.
2: Right. It's exactly right. I have to adjust my eye a little bit for this. I'm not going in to see a blockbuster this year. It was an art house film. Ugly. Uh, you know, not not uh, you know shaky camera a lot of the way all right. and all that kind of stuff. It, it was perfectly satisfying. to me.
1: <laughs> I can't shake him, Martin. I can't. I
2: guess we'll just have to deal with him next week. We'll we'll see what. I mean, he, if he dies on the field, then yes, it'll be a disappointing end to the to the season. Thank you. his Career. Thank you. Sure of that. No, I would expect the Chiefs to win this game.
1: Of course. All right. I like Chiefs uh, first half, but either way, super wildcard weekend just got wilder because FanDuel Sportsbook's hooking new customers up with 30 to 1 enhanced odds. That means you could bet $5 to win $150 on any team to win any wildcard game. And even Dave Damaschek would say, listen, if this is the last $5 you have and you want to turn it to the last $150 you have, put it on the Chiefs just to win, right? You would have to. As a financial uh, advisor, that's what I you have I told you to the say. Bengals is the right play, but okay, do you do... At 30 to 1, just straight up, come on. It's simple, it's easy to use, generous promotions every day, safe and secure with best in-class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as two hours. And if you already have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, FanDuel's hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend, plus your friend will get $50 too. So if Sheck refers... Um, Cheney and McGee and then Cheney McGee as a for everybody gets $50. Don't miss your chance to win 150 bucks on $5 bet when you promo code extra points. Use that one when signing up, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app using promo code extra points and pick your wild card team before kickoff. All right, let's do this. Now we have Eagles. Now this is the Sunday early game. Interesting they knocked Brady out of the time uh, the primetime slot. I love the scheduling. I could talk about scheduling forever. Um, had that shitty game against Washington. Even that was a Saturday night game last year, right? Now playing a maybe equally as shitty NFC East team in the Eagles, this time home, eight-and-a-half point favorite, 45-and-a-half. Is he over under? Martin, which way are you going with this game?
3: I'm taking the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking the Bucs. I think it stays under, but I think it'll be really close. But I'm taking the Bucks to uh, – the, the way that they – have kind of rebounded since Antonio Brown left in the second half versus the Jets game and versus the Panthers. And I know those aren't two very good teams, but the big concern was, you know, the Saints knocked out all their offensive stars minus Mike Evans. So it's like, are they going to be able to adjust? Are they going? Is Brady going to be able to find the chemistry? Well, it looks like through six quarters that they did. All Philly can do is run the ball. If, if Jalen Hurst throws the ball 25 times, then – this is going to be complete disaster for Philly. So I think the Buccaneers are going to win this game and cover the eight and a half.
1: Mm. I worry most about a backdoor cover in this game more than any other. I could see it 30-21 True. or 30-24 or somewhere in that. I know, I know, I think the Bucks will score there are some trends, interesting trends here. Brady against teams he beat in the regular season, last seven playoff games, 6-1, and 6-1 and one against the spread. Mm. Average margin of victory, 19.3. Obviously, they beat the Eagles in Week 6, 28-22. Uh, this is less important. Brady versus rookie head coaches. He's 8-0, 24 touchdowns, 4 and The coach, I guess, is not on the field. But um, I guess in the corner of his eye, he could say, oh, that, that coach is a rookie. I'm that was torture. a backdoor cover, too, right? Didn't Hurts score a late touchdown or two in
2: that one? To make it appear closer, if I remember that
1: one. I mean, one. that's my thing. If you have Jalen Hurts in fantasy, you know this is a second-half team. This is a team that's usually losing or not scoring, and they put up numbers in the second half, which I think the is why the over is the better bet here. 4-0 in Tampa's last four against a team with a winning record. They're, if you throw that Saints game out, and for argument's sake, so that I seem smart, I'm going to do that. They're averaging 33 points over the last seven. Um, like I said, probably garbage points for Philadelphia and Hurts, uh, you know, at the end of the game. They didn't cover versus that lousy NFC East team last year. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll take Tampa Bay 30-21, but I like the over uh, much better. Check. what do you like?
2: Um, I, I don't want to say easy peasy because I, I did kind of, uh start well obviously bucks uh minus eight and a half and then I did start to do kind of what you're doing there but Mm. ultimately it's the bucks I think a lot of the reason people are excited about the Eagles well one they it does they do present as a as a handful for a team that hasn't been great against the run of late but I think it has a lot more to do with Taylor Heineke and last Mm. year people saying like well what happened there that was weird um I think that's more anomalous than anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. A year ago, I, I'll take the Bucks. I, I I think they, you know, that'll be a conversation for next week. How much trouble they're in, given the deficit of high end talent that ain't ain't, ain't uh, available to Brady. But for this week, I think they uh, they double digit the,
1: the Eagles here.
3: They get through. But yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Almost. Isn't it isn't it weird or is it weird that the first half spread is Tampa Bay minus five and a half in the full game is only three points more minus eight and a half. Shouldn't hmm. it, wouldn't it be that the full game should be closer to ten and a half then?
1: Or, or the first half should be less unless they're, right. you know, uh, what I just read to you. That's they're, what you're they're getting, getting at. They're right? on, so, yeah, they're yeah. on to, this is the second half Eagles team, or they, they kind of uh, falter or get off to slow starts. I will say this and the Cowboys are going to have the same number against them, but Eagles versus playoff teams. Oh, and six. Versus non-playoff teams, nine and two. I think that's what we're all looking at here, Mark. Right?
3: Yeah, but after looking at this, and because you did, I mean, I've seen the Eagles come back in the second half a few times, and I've, you know, I haven't quite locked this one in yet. Mm -hmm. So it's got me thinking: if I should take the first half at five and a half instead of the full game eight and a half. I think that's a good call. uh, Not bad. Like I like winning. I think Brady and them will win the game, but eight and a half is a weird place because it's not quite. Like, yeah, it's not.
1: I'll tell you what. I'm going to do something here because I need to. Or report. bet the over there, Marty.
2: You know, if if you like a team in a game that's going to be decided after, say, three quarters, if, if you like the Eagles ability to score some junk points.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Forty six. That's what I like. That's why I said that's my pick. The right. over is uh, is my uh, official pick for this. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at what we just discussed here. Okay, if you moneyline parlay the Chiefs and the Bucks, that's just to advanced to the second round, that's about minus 235. If you moneyline parlay the Chiefs and Bucks first half, they just have to win the first half, it's minus 149. Oh, Martin. You should definitely do that. Oh, so. Martin. Just that to win. That, forget about the points there. Just to win the first half.
3: That Dude. sounds lovely.
1: I mean, if you tie, you lose. If it's 7-7 seven, seven at the, the half, you lose. So you have, you have to win.
3: Do um, that. I mean, it's a little it's a little juicy, but I mean, still. Dude, yeah, though, you can go out.
1: You don't have to watch the second half of the game. That'll be fun.
2: Get it, fellas. You get on that soon. You know what you also have to answer, Sal, is yeah. I'm putting you on the spot because what you say into a microphone now could come back to bite you because mm-hmm. we don't even know what the Cowboys are going to do, and we'll get to that. Let's You're say the Cowboys it right win. now. Yeah. Who do you who do you want? Who do you who, who do you want the divisional round? You want um, Tampa? You want Tampa
1: Bay? You really want to play Brady? That's what you wish for? I can't believe. I it. didn't even say anything. So as as it is now, um the winner of the Monday night game would go to Green Bay unless San right. Francisco wins, which uh, for our purposes doesn't matter because I'm looking out for the Cowboys. Right. So one wouldn't matter uh, if that happened. So uh, we'd be out or Philadelphia wins. Right. So it's likely that that right. four or five matchup Monday goes to Lambeau and then Dallas. If the winners went out, Dallas um, would go to Tampa. So what are you saying? Who would I rather? Pay? Well, I I
2: because Hench and I were talking about it on minus three, I mm. feel like that the Niners, a lot of people, are, oh, no one wants to play this team. If they actually win, that's going to spook Rodgers. The, the, the nightmare, I think, for these playoffs is, I mean, they don't want Brady coming back into Lambo with a Super Bowl mm-hmm. trip on the line. That's their biggest nightmare, I'm sure. But um, the, uh, the Niners are a much scarier proposition for the Packers than either the Rams or Cardinals, don't you think? If, especially if it's cold. Yeah. It just sounds that way stereotyping these southern teams but really do you like the rams or cardinals
1: if it's chili and lambo in january well the Niners could play on could play in that we'll get to that game but uh the Rams, Cardinals, oh let's do that now. It's it's the toughest. It's three and a half. The Rams have now gone down to three and a half. It was four. It's 49 and a half. This is the Monday night game. And we'll check in at halftime with it. We'll give you winners in the second half. But just calling it now, this was the toughest for me to call because I expect so much more out of those these teams at various points of the year. I really think like the Rams should be beating teams 36-13. And I don't know that it begins and ends with Matthew Stafford. He's been bad. He's turned it over what, 10 times in the last three games. Um, But the defense has given up 50-yard passes at the end. It doesn't make any sense. And the Cardinals, you just expect that offense to be explosive even without Nuke Hopkins. But I'll say this. I'm going to take the Rams minus the 3.5 because I I think they win like a, I don't know, 27-17 type game. But could it be that we see something so great out of this team that we're like, oh boy, the Packers could be in trouble after all that? Is that a possibility that one of these teams has their best game and then all of a sudden there's almost a completely level playing field?
3: I don't think so. No, (laughs) I think the Packers will be just fine. But I I like the Rams in this game. Both of these teams aren't playing good to Uh end the running down the season. I was watched the Rams clinch the NFC West with a loss. Right. Like that was a great way to like and, and right. Odell Beckham wide open. If he just puts the ball right in front of him and it. But I feel like that's what we've been saying for Stafford for like the last five years of his career. If he just threw a better ball. It would have been a better play. Now, when right? you say
1: Stafford, Do you mean Kelly or Matt? You have to you really
3: have to <laughs> let us know because they're two uh, big players. So what
1: the hell, by the way, with her
2: saying like we didn't expect that we'd have to go uh, quiet count like we wait we. you.
1: This is what she's hearing around the house. He's like, yeah, the, we know. didn't
2: expect to have to
1: do that against him. they like, I, I didn't know that your opinion uh, w- uh, mattered. In, well, today in the she urged going, Rams fans to not sell their tickets, which is probably a good idea in general, to Cardinals fans. Um, because yeah. that was the whole yeah. thing. You couldn't hear herself. Although I thought it was uh, distracting and annoying, too. I was like, what the hell are all these 49ers fans there? Anyway, well, go ahead,
3: Martin. Sorry. to. I honestly... I was there. It felt like there was an equal amount of for both fans, which oh, I right. guess is not it is not great for the Rams right. home field advantage, but it wasn't like a decide it felt like when both felt like people were cheering when both teams had the ball, whenever something happened. But uh it's just the second half way more good things were happening for the 49ers mm-hmm. and for the Rams. Right. But uh but yeah, Kelly Stafford uh, as somebody who spent you know, a lot of time in Detroit, along this, you know, me, and Matt, me and Matt Stafford were neighbors, uh, sit in the in the city for quite some time. Right, Kelly Stafford has has an opinion on everything. On Is everything. she
1: your fantasy quarterback. You could take her in the league.
3: She could be one no, but of I guarantee the, you, she yeah. probably would tell me how wrong I was about the way I drafted <laughs> my fantasy team.
1: I don't. I, I get where she's coming from. I, I don't just in general. I don't man, woman, husband, wife. It doesn't matter. I just I would be bummed if my spouse was speaking up as much as she is. But the point is is there. Like why? I think it's. I don't know why. I think it's funny when it's other fans showing up to Chargers games, but when other fans are showing up to Rams games, it gives L.A. fans just the bads. Like oh shit. This, no. isn't a, this isn't a shitty sports town. What's going on here? No, but I tell you the what, Rams they don't, give a, they the don't
3: give a damn about the Los Angeles Rams, and especially because I, when I've I seen it, the worst call, the worst not call in NFL history happened, and I lived in Los Angeles, and nobody gave a damn. And I, they went to the Super Bowl. You know what they did? The only thing that they did in L.A. and around this area, when they went to the Super Bowl, they painted Randy's damn donut yellow and blue. That was it. That was the only way you could tell there was a Super Bowl happening at all. Which I mean, was the worst call? On what
1: town? was the worst call? What do you mean? The
3: breeze. So the they got the, they got the they got the benefit Nikkel, of that. What are you talking no, about? When Nikhil Roby Coleman. Hit a helmet to helmet hit on Tommy Lee Lewis when Drew Brees was throwing the ball to him to walk in to a yeah. touchdown that would have walked them in to the Super Bowl, in which then Brady beat the team that had no business being there to St. Louis. I mean, yeah, but Western why would Rams, Rams fans care about three.
1: that non call? Because
3: I mean, you they, would they think benefit. they would be celebrating, Sal. Oh, well, I there's a Steelers you. fan that lives above my. There's a Steelers fan that right above me. All Sunday night, also, all I could hear is how excited he was as mm-hmm. this game was may or may not have ended in the tie. You you would have thought it was a funeral in Los Angeles. Really? really here we Super go. Board. Steelers. Here we go.
0: Wow.
2: I have to deal with Eddie Spaghetti weighing in on social media about like no one likes this. the Steelers. They're a lovable dynasty for obvious reasons. They are America. If you right. don't like the Pittsburgh Steelers,
1: then move to, to Mussolini's Italy and leave us alone. Now. What do we? How do we get out of? Go ahead, Spaghetti. Jump in. You want to say something? Well, they are. Well, yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. we're talking about dynasties. We're yeah. talking about what is the most likable dynasty? No dynasty,
1: <laughs> Liked by you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Spaghetti. Go
0: I was just I, I don't. I think Sheck has like he is wearing the black and yellow colored glasses, and he has no idea. <laughs> I mean, he screamed <laughs> sure. at me and Hench yesterday for picking the Chiefs versus the Steelers. He was like, "Oh, let's cancel the game," and then getting offended that like, know, that like is stupid. nobody, nobody likes jinx. the Steelers. Yeah. Is that, like nobody, yeah. like no casual, no fan, of another team like. Casually root to the Steelers. They're just they have well, who a likes large what, what do
2: you mean? Who likes? There are definitely there
0: are definitely franchises that people don't have ill will if they win.
2: <laughs> well, I understand people are resentful. <laughs> that's what happens with a dynasty. But also, that's why. Uh,
1: but 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 I thought we, we were know, done talking about the Steelers. What the are hell we happened? Done I
3: made the movie saying I that I my see, neighbor was a Steelers fan, and that's that gave right. Sheck that right. 10 more minutes. Oh, I, I was well, talking sure about how, sure. how L.A. fans didn't exist. Shouldn't have done that, Mark. I do, I,
2: do, I do love it. We, that's good off-season content or when we move into NBA talk. But that's, you know, most likable dynasty. I'm not talking about people sitting around their house rooting for the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm mm. just talking about what dynasty – Wasn't just so loathsome on face that some portion of America was like, yeah, I kind of admire that. I kind of Uh like that uh, collection of characters and everything. But anyway, I went to, you know, your thing about L.A., Sal, we've talked about this before. It's just a desirable city. It's a transient city. People come here for the entertainment industry. They come here for the weather, the mountains, the ocean, all the rest of it. I went to to a Kings game last night. It was half Pittsburgh Penguins fans. That's the... the Nature of being in a place where a lot of people move from elsewhere to go to. I guess I just want
1: so the Rams and the Kings have to figure out how to get because the Dodgers still have their fans, the lion chair fans. Obviously, uh, the Lakers you're never going to see a a crowd turn on them. uh, You know, visiting crowd. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. They got to get. They got to get there somehow. I I don't know. Like I I think it's cute with the Chargers for some reason. The Rams have been. How many years do you have to be here? Right, is what I'm saying. Well, I I
2: just as the 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 yardstick I always use is like the columbus blue jackets or whatever like if you drop a team into or oklahoma city thunder Mm. you you drop a team into those places people are of course gonna fill the stadium and root like hell for them even if their heart isn't in it yet they understand that they're supposed to get behind it out of uh you know uh provincial loyalty Mm-mm. you know la's just not going to do that i mean la's got ha, you can't especially the way the rams left there everybody's going to just be like welcome back we love you guys it's going to take 10 yeah. years going to take right. a generation listen say and Justin Herbert it. is going to make the chargers that over the course of the next uh you know decade and you assume the rams but wins like this i think it's a little overstated la only likes winners but i do think that the, the Rams would behoof, it would behoove Sneed and McVeigh and Stafford mm. to at least take this one, um, because then this is just a train wreck of a season. If they lose at home to the Cardinals, it's a mess. And maybe to Marty's point, maybe Stafford is a cuss. I, I, I think the Rams, and it's a stereotype, but they didn't travel well up to Chicago. I know it's a completely random anecdote, but when they yeah. went up to play the Bears a couple of years ago, they just didn't like it. And they sucked in the cold. I don't know, like the Rams, if they have to go up there in the divisional round, I feel like yeah, it's a wrap. They're not going to win that game. Mm. But maybe, maybe, maybe there is. They something won in Seattle.
1: Liking. They won in Seattle last year. That was a cold uh, playoff game, wasn't it? Cold-ish? I don't know. January in Seattle. Who knows? I don't. All right, we're all th- taking I the Rams. Yeah, yeah, I
3: don't think it was cold there. I remember. I don't remember. I remember watching the game, and I've, if it was cold, it wasn't snowing or windy.
1: Babyface, jump in here. What are you saying?
4: Uh, i'm just in shock about eddie you know i thought eddie and i were friends i'm i'm just still in shock Weird. over 10 minutes ago
1: well you should have known you were friends when he declined your birthday offer invitation to take you to go to the movies or whatever that's
4: fair i thought we well, yeah. moved past that but now no. i'm just uh, this is very disappointing you know i i didn't know the giants were such a likable fan base I'm oh sorry. it's not no no that. That.
2: the yankees talk
0: about a hate never guy. said that either but if the car, if the Arizona Cardinals won a Super Bowl, nobody's offended. If the Steelers won, there's going to be people who are like, "I don't want to see the Steelers win." That's my point.
4: No, no, they would have a parade across the country in different cities. There would be black and gold parades. That is untrue, Eddie. And we're going to strike that from. Dick
1: the Banks, his mother would be knitting up uh, shirts. Uh, she would never be done, right? It'd take forever. <laughs> hey, can we talk about uh, my team? Oh let's do it. Oh, let's what do, do you it. think? Uh, I think we're gonna win by the way, I wanna read because we know we we do this is where arguments go to die, right? Five of the ten five what is it? Five of the ten most watched football games were Dallas Cowboys games, so there you go. There you go, America's team. That's all you need to know. See how the arguments, they take care of themselves yeah. here. We don't have to discuss it anymore. This is America's team. We put the SEC dominance argument to rest. So now we did this. So now we can move on to something else. This is America's team. America's team is favored by three and 51 against the 49ers. And this, I feel, I listen to, I read, I listen to everything. I feel the Cowboys are the most disrespected favorite on the board. I really do. People are saying, oh, Jimmy G, oh, he was in the Super Bowl. We have to figure out what we're doing with Jimmy G. People love him. People hate <laughs> That's him. That's exactly right. It doesn't even go from week to week, it's half to half. Like, I think it started, it didn't start, but we were on our fifth round of I love, I hate Jimmy G in that Thursday night game against the Titans. He looked great in the first half, and then he looked like shit, and they turned it around, and they lost that game, and then everyone was out on Jimmy G, and now it's like, they beat the Rams in a weird way where they were down seven with a minute 40 left, and now it's like, yeah, yeah, this guy could take them to the Super Bowl. Not so fast. Weak secondary. Cooper and Lamb, 100-yard games. We saw what Cedric Wilson's done for this offense. I think it's high scoring, 31-19. I worry about Mike McCarthy, but I don't think this is a kind of game where he will, his his <laughs> lackluster abilities will show here, 31-19. I get it. Kittle and Samuel will be a problem. They could run on us, control clock, but I don't think it's going to be a game like that. 50 points scored. Cowboys win by 12. Check. what
2: are you saying? 31-19, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. The Super yeah. Bowl fourteen final right. score. The Rams lost that one in Los Angeles Ferragamo. to the Steelers. And, of course, if Vince Ferragamo hadn't thrown the ball to Billy Waddy after skipping off the hands of a Cowboys defender in the divisional round, mm-hmm. it would have been another rematch between the greatest – non-divisional rivals of all time or interconference rivals of all time. So all right, Martin, what's your pick then? In that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. But, of course, the greatest non-division rivals but in the same conference or at least on the short list is the Cowboys and the Niners. There's so many ball. juices. I mean, the 81, if you want to fill your time until this game kicks off, dig up on YouTube or otherwise the 81 NFC title game. It's one of the very best football yeah. games well, I know you didn't like it, but it was—it really is one of the most entertaining games. We had it past midfield.
1: We had the fumble. We had a chance to win. We just did a field goal fumbled the last drive. Drew
2: Pearson drive. barely gets horse collared. Yeah. Um, no, by the way, they would have called
3: second. The, Drew Pearson mentioned on extra points. Uh, Drew this Pearson's
2: week. getting a lot
3: of a uh, lot of.
2: They would have called the horse collar, so then they would have moved the ball right. in the field goal Could range, and then they wouldn't net. have been throwing in that spot. Of Danny White. They might Raphael Septien would have had uh, yeah, but it was a, uh, a anyway. Super Bowl trip on his uh, on his right toe, mm. not unlike Josh Allen has on his uh, bloodless toes this weekend. Now it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys are are, are going to win this game. I like uh, I I like this team a great deal, and the reason for the disrespect has nothing to do with your team. I don't think. I think it has more to do with the fact that, as you say, Kyle Shanahan and company were in the Super Bowl two years ago, and so mm-hmm. people see them as a you know a tough out and they are
1: martin against the spread no one better 13 and 4 as a favorite 10 and 3 first conference opponents 11 and 1 this is the team to pick if you're worried about three i yeah you know, i am concerned with the kicker a little bit if it comes they could win a, a one or two point game because their line's so um erratic hmm. but um which way are you going
3: yeah, Sal, you got a bad you got a erratic kicker and a, a head coach who doesn't know when to call timeouts. That's a bad recipe for a play uh, football. No, none of
1: these coaches. Of these uh, coaches. No, uh
3: yeah. I'm hey, taking Marty. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. Mm, I am, man. And I tell you this, I think there's gonna be two upsets this weekend. I think you got the Patriots and I think you got the 49ers. Hmm. That that was my lemon pepper lemon pepper parlay for earlier this week. I think those those are the two dogs that cover and they got a shot to win outright. I think the 49ers are going to run on the Cowboys in a way that no one has ran on the Cowboys in a while. Mm. Right? I, that would suck. Think,
1: That's what I'm worried I, about most.
3: Because I've never been in the Jimmy G is, is, is that guy camp even though he sometimes will prove me wrong like you we were remember I was over at your house so I was like Jimmy G's not that guy and you're like I don't know Martin he's trying he's leading a fourth quarter drive the right game? now was that the Bengals game was that the Bengals yeah right he's <laughs> like, yeah. like he's leading a fourth quarter drive I know. right now and I'm like no it's not true I can't have no so I know I'm not a Jimmy G guy but this Cowboys defense they have a lot of takeaways but takeaways are kind of like happenstance, right they give mm. up a lot of yards and if you're going to be a team that gives a lot of yards because of 49ers, especially those stretch type run plays, I think they'll be able to move the ball, keep the ball, and as soon as Dallas goes down, like, you know, a touchdown. Kelly Moore's auditioning for a job. They're going to try to throw it all over the place. I don't know if Dak's going to be able to throw it all over the place in the way they want to, without running the ball. I could see this Pollard, game going. Zeke.
1: Yeah. I could see it going so many different ways. Jimmy G 52.2 passer rating on the pressure. It's 23rd in the league and uh Cowboys like third and fourth in pressures per game and quarterback hits. So we have that going for us. Of course. You're going
2: to, I, the other side of the coin that Marty brings up is mm. that, you know, it's, it, it's hard to predict turnovers but that's what you know that's what uh sure. you know. digs is the the pushback now on the, the 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 length of a pro football season is 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 uh personified nicely by where we are now on trevon digs like the historic well, he's doing it every week and now he's, the last Deion week, he's, Sanders. Like, he, he's not good now as it as it happens he's not good you're not now he's good enjoy. I'm right okay he's gonna get here here's a here's a fun prop he gets one on jimmy g jimmy g that throwing the got. ball to to Debo, he's going to try to force one into Debo somewhere. Jimmy G throws one to four passes that are imminently pickable every game, and you can't do that against the Cowboys. They'll yeah, all, the, all these
1: defensive that. back ratings—I've seen that all week and the last couple of weeks. Like, oh, he really ranks in the like 27th, and this—it's like, yeah, you're not—you're uh, not factoring in the interceptions here. That doesn't factor in to your defensive bat rate, whatever the hell that uh, that metric is. Uh, it's garbage. Yeah, I'm a little worried. I, the one thing I'll say is the Niners, and I said this earlier in the week, they don't score a lot. So if they if they do it, if they kill us by time of possession, that's one thing. But oh, if Dak gets enough drives and guy's not going against that weak secondary, like I said, I think they only scored 30 once, and it was against Atlanta in the last six weeks. So um, I think it's high-scoring. For Dallas. Hit the
2: gas. They're a different team than the Niners when Kittle and Debo are out there. Of course, they're right. they're 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 a real tough uh team to go against to, to try and stop. But I mean, hit the gas, Cowboys. You there are you among the class of pro football. I know there have been fits and starts along the way, but um so low. I mean, you should overwhelm them in in talent. As nice as the Niners are, I think the I Cowboys agree. have a real shot of making a run
3: here in the I NFC. I would say though, the only I think that I mean the the Niners, I mean the Cowboys have much better wide receivers than the 49ers. I think they're talented overall, but the thing the only player on Dallas that really concerns me about being able to blow this game up is Michael Parsons. Like right. Parsons. Like if Michael Parsons, like if Michael Parsons is the player of the game, quote unquote, like the best player for Dallas, the 49ers are in bad shape. But I think I think if it's Dak, then I think they're a great shot to win. Turn
1: them over. I think about A.J. Brown in that Thursday night game, and he went nuts. I think he converted eight or nine third downs. And uh, that, you got that's kind of what it. I think it's going to happen. That's, that's the a game good. I'm looking
2: at. Where I are you going? Mean, right. It's exactly right. If those pass catchers are right, and I mm-hmm. always say – the hot number one great wide receiver is not an indication you're a Super bowl contender, but the, it's the gaggle of pass Mm -hmm. catchers that they have and Zeke. I mean, I just, you know, this is a, this is a for real team, Dallas. Mm -hmm. I get the, I I get the weight that your owner puts on you and the crowd does and everything else. But Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I really like this Dallas team and boy, if we get Cowboys bucks, um, that's where the that's whole true. season started where the whole yep. thing started. And we're like, wow, the Cowboys are hanging with this Bucks team. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was, what was that? Six and a half years ago when that game was played? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right. like, so. yeah. I mean, boy, that would be juicy stuff. But if the Niners go up the, the Lambo, you know, Rogers is going to be scared. Nah. He definitely wants one of those SoCal teams. Don't even worry the about the it. Southwest teams.
1: Don't even worry about it. All right, I'm excited. I'm good. I'm glad we got off on a good note, even though Martin's taking the 49ers. How dare you? Um, all right, enjoy your paycheck this week. It's going to look different. Well, you know, uh,
3: yeah. First of all, it came today, so appreciate it. Oh, but shit. the thing, you you bet, you picked against Lemon Pepper's favorite team. So I, I don't, I don't Who, you know. Who the Bengals? Yeah, <laughs> we we've been on the Bengals early.
1: <laughs> Listen, I bet TJ's Oregon State at that bowl. We uh, and that was a, a miserable three hours uh, we had to spend together. <laughs> Sweet, I have to do my own thing at some point. Pop of the week. Um, Martin, we can't take the Lions this week, so that's exciting. Or the Falcons or all these <laughs> shitty teams that beat us every single week. I mean, I guess we could, but it's not going to result in anything. I'm going Raiders. I like them over the Bengals. Shaq, you talk about, like, knuckleballs and what your, your Steelers are doing to the rest of the league. I kind of think that's what the Raiders are doing. They're playing a nice, big, practical joke on everybody. Um, this team should not be in the playoffs with all the backstories. First of all, you forget that... That before the Gruden thing, before the Ruggs thing, they had a president who, I don't know, embezzlement, there was a misappropriation of funds. They haven't even labeled it yet, but he had to step down like uh, I think like week three. So it's been a a tumultuous year. And I think they keep it going. This is the league's practical joke. They could have settled for a tie. That was funny, too. Um, They didn't do that. I think they keep it going. They win that game in Cincinnati. What did I say? Twenty nine, twenty seven. What's your pup of the week check?
2: I can't believe that the Steelers at Raiders is going to decide who represents the AFC in wow. the Super Bowl. That's going to be <laughs> exciting. That's my pup of the, of the month. Now I'll go with the, uh, the Patriots are the only option for me. I mean, really? the one, the, okay. yeah, I mean, I, I know the number isn't, uh, isn't um large enough to suit our usual problem what is uh what's the payout on that with um
1: no i think that's score? all right yeah no it's plus oh, 172 it? you got it, oh, it is plus plus 172. 172 i'm going raiders plus 188 martin what do you like there's another payout i like even better but i'm you know uh, hard-earned dollars aren't going to stop it. Stop it. Five it to one. Five to, to one for the Steelers. Happens. Do it.
3: You want it? You want it? There I mean, we, go, we did this once, once already, Dave. We did this once already with Jonathan Taylor. Do you want to go ahead and put a bet on? Uh, uh, go, bet on something see. that's never going to happen. What's that? A Steelers victory? I'm just asking. Ah. Um, and no, I don't want right.
2: to what, what, what do you mean? I listen. All right. Uh, then uh, in that card case, is my heart is out there. I have no room for, for wagers on this game. I'm, I'm invested in this in mm-hmm. heart and gut and otherwise. I don't need to sully it with with, uh,
3: yeah. with dollars. I can see that heart and gut filling that, that terrible towel shirt you got on there. Yeah, we so, can't I can see, see that, you are yeah. full I, up I, I through. Hope that,
2: I hope the Viagra fills something else for you. <laughs> All
3: right, hey, my pup you know, of the week. I'm yeah. going to take the Patriots on them. I think the Patriots will win this game outright. Uh, but I, like, like I said, my parlay for Lemon Pepper Parlay is – I think the 49ers went all right, The Patriots went out right. And uh, a prop for you that they've thrown out props, I think both Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray will throw an interception. in Oh,
1: I forgot about that prop. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could bet. Uh, yeah, so there are six quarterbacks. Is that what you said, babyface Joel Solomon, making their playoff debut? It seems like a lot for um And that's just this week, right? Wait, so yes. whatever. Tannehill's yes, been in it. I'm just sorry. Okay, yeah, so six overall because Tanel and Rodgers have been in there before. So, some fun
2: props, by the way, just to, uh, for uh, for the listener out there, is picking uh, Super Bowl matchups, exact Super Bowl yes. matchups is fun to look at. Uh-huh. The best sort of value out there is I think the Bengals at plus 800 to get to the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. is a fun one. If you, I mean, even if you go as chalky as you can get, um, you know, like, I mean, KC and Packers is plus 650. Is that a bad bet for some reason, Sal? You always kind of like, like no.
1: ah, You know, first of all, they figure it out, right? They figure out the odds all the way through for everybody. But I was looking exactly at that. Packers, and you could go one further the straight forecast on FanDuel. Packers to beat the Chiefs is 12 to 1. So if you got there, Ah. you'd have a nice little hedge. Or the other way, Chiefs to beat the Packers, 13 to 1. But yeah, you could go blind looking at You could bet on the MVP at this point for the Super Bowl. Uh, Rodgers plus 450. Mahomes five to one. I don't recommend well, either. What the of them hell are we don't... doing? What the hell are we doing? We're sitting here, we're making bets. We're not gonna we're not gonna at least offer
2: let's one let's here let's on do it. the edge of the playoffs kicking for off MVP
3: here. Super Bowl.
2: You
1: no! wanna do that? No, for Super Bowl matchup. Oh, okay, oh. all right. Well, I you know, I'm gonna go uh Packers either. go or, ahead. or do MVP or do MVP or do both. Go ahead. All right, I'll do both. I am going. It's just so boring. I'm going Packers to beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs would go to um what they'd go to Buffalo. Uh, no, the Buffalo would come to them. They'd win. Uh Chiefs would win. And then uh I think they could win in Tennessee. It's boring. Twelve to one, Packers to beat the Chiefs. Go ahead, Martin.
3: You go first, Dave. I want I'm 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 numerating over this for a while. Hmm. Rumerating, whatever the word is. Ruminating. There we go. Ruminating.
2: Ruminating, yeah. It's
1: pomposa. Yeah.
3: That's um, it. My Roomba is going off or something.
2: I don't know. <laughs> what
1: the hell was that? Packers 12 to 1 over the Chiefs.
2: Go ahead, Chief. All right. You know what? I like to have fun. I think I've made that pretty clear. <laughs> and uh, I, and I like to not just survive. I, want, I, I like to live it up. That's why I say the Green Bay Packers will get there, which is not terribly exciting. hmm uh-huh and they will play the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. Get that at plus 2,200.
1: <laughs> How about that? That's fun. You've that's fun, everybody. Kidding me. That's You've fun. B- Baby, faces. Is isn't that Harry? i fun. That's great volume. Well, that's it. good times. Isn't that what Harry said, too? You and Harry are one in the same. Oh, no. He's oh, going to have no. to have an extra, extra large, uh, terrible towel
4: shirt made. So I think that's exactly right. what he said. Yeah. Except, except he just said, I'm just saying. I'm
1: oh, yeah. Just I'm just saying. Just saying. You got to well, throw a few I'm just sayings in
3: there. It, yeah. And I'm just saying, fashion, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. me, me and TJ picked our Super Bowl, and I was going just to figure out what the odds were because I just knew Damashek wasn't going to pick the Cincinnati Bengals right. and the Green Bay Packers. is his exact matchup. So I was like, let me go see what the FanDuel odds are right now. That was what I was going to go do. Oh, wow. I said, go look it up. Like, you Same take Barry? a second. Let me see what they are. Yes. And I would have to say for MVP because if that, if that happens, Joe Burrow is going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. 22-1. to Got right? to be.
1: 22-1, to Joe Burrow. Yep, I was just MVP.
3: like because oh, you know we're looking at and me and TJ kind of looked at it like which of these teams provides the best value to come out of each conference, mm-hmm. and th- so that was kind of the angle that we were looking at. But I think the Bengals have a legitimate shot to still to win it at that at that number.
1: All right, is that your pick, Bengals
3: Packers? <laughs> Bengals Packers.
1: Wow, interesting. Damn it, Two Dave. Bengals Packers. All right, so slightly you get sl- uh, slight advantage going Rodgers MVP at plus 450 than you would just the Packers to win it at plus 380. Give us that game,
2: man. I mean, like, first of all, so it would be, if I'm right, that the Bengals beat the Raiders. And uh, so it would be, and and the Chiefs survived the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see if that happens. But if they do, it would be Chiefs at, uh, I mean, it would be Bengals at Chiefs in round two Mm -hmm. and Patriots. No, no.
1: Bengals were a four seed. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Bengals are four. I'm getting confused. See, this is what happened. I think, right? Bengals are four, so they'd go to Tennessee. The
3: Bengals are a four seed, yes. Bengals at
1: Tennessee, which is a great
2: stylistic matchup. That's right. That's what we were talking about. Right. So, there you go. Them at Tennessee, can they handle Derrick Henry? I Color me skeptical about Derrick Henry walking out on the field for the first time in two months and, and, and not mm-hmm. skipping a beat. If that's what it's all based around for the Titans, I'm, I'd be a little scared of that. Their pass rush against the Bengals would be fun to watch. Um, anyhow, yeah, that's – right. uh, I, All right, I, I that's, like the Bengals. Wait, did
1: you give your – okay, well, you both gave your pops. You're both uh, going with the, the Patriots, and I am going with the Raiders. You have five quarterbacks, five brand-new quarterbacks to the playoffs. It's the Burrow car, Hurts, Jones, and Murray. Uh, Joel, you wanted a – I forgot about this. What were you asking check about the second half of the game?
4: Oh, I just – you know, if it is a blowout, I didn't know if he wants to go to the aquarium or uh, <laughs> if he's going to watch <laughs> – actually watched the second <laughs>
1: what game? happened Le- martin you might not have been around for that you went to the I, aquarium check instead of watching was it? instead of watching the playoff no it wasn't the playoff game what was it
4: about well, it
2: was a penguins playoff game oh, right, right. i i found myself ironically looking at actual penguins at the aquarium right. of the pacific instead of watching my more beloved pittsburgh penguins gotcha. but uh, we made up for that uh, on thursday night by uh, me and Jean-Claude Van Damishek went down there and cheered for the Penguins in vain, as it turned out.
1: Yeah, that's what happens with these games. They get up for the uh, the rabid road fans. I think Spaghetti fell victim to that too with the Kings, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. they lost uh, a totally different team. I saw them crush the Ducks uh, a couple of nights before. They showed uh-huh. up in the uh, the now Crypto. arena and they were absolutely awful. So yeah, just uh, we have to avoid that arena from now on.
2: Well, right. what it, the problem is is that you can't do – our problem, Spaghetti, is what we have to hope for is that it's Kings first and then Anaheim if you prefer to just go to the games in L.A. because they go on Twisters. They're 24-year-old guys. Ah. Think? They're not running the – they're not uh, painting L.A. red in between. In the thirty-six hours they have, I'm sure they well, though, went on. Went why some don't we bender and out? then we to
1: go play. Why don't we? The, for betting purposes, we should keep track of this shit. Shit, but well, it's so fun to talk about it. Afterwards. People
2: do bet on that in the NBA. I don't know if the people are on that oh, as definitely. much with yeah. with uh, NHL, but they, people definitely bet the L, what do they call it, Marty? The LA factor or whatever, the LA hangover. Like the hangover.
3: You know, going into LA, or if you have a back-to-back in LA, or mm-hmm. you're like if you're playing in Charlotte and then Miami the next day. They you know, do that they with agree.
1: New York, too, right, with the yeah. teams West coming in. They, they call that the Sinatra, the New York, New York, I think, when they come to the back-to-back New York trips, whether it's against the Knicks and the Nets, or I guess that would be the only thing. All right, you got spaghetti, you got meatballs. You could hear them at the end of minus three with their hockey breakdowns. They have picks also on that. Sheck, yes, you're with Kevin Hench. That's a lot of fun. You break down a lot of the same games. Hench is a lunatic. Um, he has a lot of uh, nutty takes. Listen to that. Listen. How did he and I go exact opposite on these games?
2: All six right. games we have different opinions, which is crazy. So yeah. it's worth the listen on that front.
1: Yeah, for sure. Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin, TJ, they break down the games against all odds. We'll give you props, sides, totals, uh, first touchdown picks, etc. Uh, there you go, Megan Fun of Sports, waiver wired with Chem Piacenti and uh and uh, Eddie Spaghetti, lots of DFS to talk about. Right there. Check out our soccer uh, podcast covered in glory. Lots, lots going on. And please go to extrapoints.com arcade. You can win a gold hat. Boy, if you win one before spaghetti, who doesn't have one? Babyface has one. So spaghetti and meatballs don't have one yet, right?
0: I think uh-huh. it's us and uh, yeah, and Brother Bry is missing one too. Brother Bry doesn't have one. Yeah, I told Bry that we're going to make our, our own version—a black extra points hat—to let yeah. everyone know that uh, we're still the losers.
1: What if we made it a gold extra points hockey helmet? Would you try harder? Would you and Meatballs try harder? I don't know what to do. I'm trying to incentivize you here.
0: I, I mean, my picks have been pretty good all you know all year. Long. I thought I'd win one week a uh, NFL them, but uh, you know, it's just uh, very good isn't good enough. I have to be great, right?
1: All right. Check out uh, Megan Fun of Sports, too. That's a good one. All I'm making on Spaghetti
2: end. wear this shirt for a month straight. <laughs> I
1: don't know on what bet. but he's What dad. does it say? Cope's what? Oh, Myron Cope's. It's the terrible no, towel. No, I know. I it know, all know. sticks together. It's Myron Cope.
2: But you know what Cope said? And I'll I'll leave you with oh, God. what Myron Cope said before a playoff game. Martin, tell him. Yeah. He's <laughs> burning. He, he held up after his he had just created the terrible towel. It's, a, it's mm. earliest uh, edition. He's sitting there in the booth before the game. And he says, he says, with a with a nail burning betwixt his fingers, he says, the terrible pal is poised to strike, and so are the Steelers.
1: <laughs> Here we go, get them Chiefs! <laughs> I think he also said something about the fans that they should take Viagra before the game. Uh, no, that's a <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Whole it different thing. Like All that. right, we will be back next week. You'll hear us Monday at halftime. Go to Twitter, go to the Extra Points Pod feed. Uh, enjoy all the games. A uh, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.